Welcome to Beyond the Field Podcast, your weekly dose of finance, property, and epic people doing epic things powered by the team at Money Empire. Get informed and entertained with the coolest cats in the business. My name is Kane. I'm um, here with Issa and Goran. Kia ora. And we're Beyond the Field. Kia ora. Kia ora. How are we, gentlemen? Good. Very good. I'm excited for this podcast. I heard a sniffle from the scene. Yeah, who's got the flu here? Any coughs, coughs oh, around? Terrible. <laughs> Guys, we want to get in this room because we want to talk about supermarkets and the insanity of prices. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I'm going to throw the word out there on gouging. Mm-hmm. Now, Issa did a bit of gouging in his time, but that was on the field. <laughs> Gentlemen, there's silence. Carry on. Supermarkets oh are charging an arm and a leg. For their goods that people left or right now. Well, both probably. Okay. I, I, truth be told, I don't buy the groceries in my household. Oh my oh god, god, mate! What Here does that go. mean? Here we Here go. go. Here we go. But, but I do get feedback from <clears throat> my better half. And I pointed I, here for some reason. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's not even here. All I'm looking at is, is, is fresh air at the moment. Um. So, okay, let's add some info to this podcast Good. please um obviously cost of living has been rising we know why because inflation is running rampant let's take it back a bit mm-hmm. pre-covid was supermarket pricing and food pricing out of reach was it climbing dramatically were we in trouble as a nation no no my my but i do know my bill has gone up by about 150 bucks a week in oh, two, in what did Biggie Small two say? Years. <laughs> Sky's the limit. <laughs> more money, more problems. Exactly. Um, and because you earn two million dollars, that's not gold plated um, cutlery. Mm. Um, gold plated bananas. Okay, jokes aside. Now, okay, yeah, all done. No, my my bill has gone up quite significantly. Well, when I say my, I mean our bill, which which we both pay for. So, COVID times. I feel like you're trying to justify that only one person pays this bill in your family. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe, if you're listening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so, okay, just to turn it, pre-COVID, prices weren't out of reach in food and they weren't going up. Is, is that correct? Are we in unification on that? Yes, correct. Yes, correct. Correct. Okay. I just had to wake you up a bit. No, well, it depends how deep you want to dive because this probably has been going on uh, pre-COVID, yet it wasn't front... Uh, facing in the media so there's always been um, you know the standoff between the supermarkets around who holds the power whether it's the foodstuffs of the world pack and save versus countdown and the likes Uh, this was always there but it wasn't front facing in the media and wasn't so much of an issue so people maybe just turned a blind eye to it so we're going back to the fact that there's a monopoly hold from probably a couple of big companies, is that right? A duopoly. A duopoly. Yeah, in the in the um, food space, is that right? Well, that's when two supplier, two two companies, you know, dominate the market and control the prices or services. And myself with producer Bailey off here, here we were talking about um, what were we talking about? We were talking about well, baby formula is that, but we're talking about how the Commerce Commission uh, have been looking into. Uh, I suppose food price, but um, price gouging at, at supermarkets and how they can dictate a lot. Are they doing that? Are they actually doing that because of the cost of goods for them is, is higher, or are they just literally 
going, right, we can just charge what we want because we know everyone's just going to buy food. Yeah, well, I mean, you need food to live to off live, right? and food to fuel yourself. Mm. So, and again, in my opinion, it's probably a bit of both. Mm. We know that with inflation, you've got everything that's risen and obviously you've got people in behind that produce those foods. You've got freight that um, obviously carries a cost and we know that's gone through the roof and then everything in between. So there would have to be some of that, but surely, you know, for even a day, there's, we grow bananas. Yep. We provide avocados. I mean, I went to Subway the other day and I couldn't get my damn gherkins because they've got a shortage of them. Um, Seriously. And I asked the lady why. She couldn't tell me. Um, Burger Fuel. Went to Burger Fuel on the weekend and they did not have the fries. Body is a temple. You know, and body is a temple, must say, always will be. They didn't have the fries. They didn't have the fries. They they ran out of stock on the Thursday and that was the Sunday and they still hadn't got any more in. So there was a complete shortage of supplies um, and even that was a consistent at Westgate and Albany. So there was a shortage of supplies across the board too. So... Then how do we fix this? Well, if I see a head of lettuce for ten dollars, I'm not going to buy it. Gherkins, sorry, uh, cucumbers were at thirty-seven ninety-nine a kilo uh, two weeks ago. How does that even happen? Like, I understand like season seasonal stuff, seasonal fruit, seasonal, seasonal fruit, vegetables. seasonal veggies, but Jesus, thirty-eight dollars. And what is a nation? Listen to you guys. What do we import and what do we export in food wise? Import. Yeah. Mate, we well export obviously milk, dairy product. Yeah, um, that's meat. what the biggest yeah, meat. Um, so if we're producing that here in New Zealand, yeah, that doesn't have a high. Well, it has a cost to it, but surely it's not a high, high cost. Have we seen Scotch fillet go up dramatically? Have we seen mm. pig tails go up dramatically? Mm. Yeah, oxtails, pig tails, cow tongue, whatever you want. But I've been in America and a little while ago, and I actually found some of New Zealand's exports, which are U.S. imports cheaper than what they are here and i'm talking stuff like like a style like a pures or or some meat like how does that even work well yeah i, mean, I wouldn't even know i was like how the fuck does that work <coughs> so i was in aussie for a couple of weeks mm. and australia have um more variety over there they've got i suppose what we call dairies or even you know, your four squares, yeah. your small, small supermarkets. Yeah. They have Aldi's over there, which are a, a, quite prevalent on a lot of corners. They're bigger than a dairy, smaller than a supermarket, but stock a lot of that product. Like a 7-Eleven sort of thing? Yeah, okay. I think, but a bit bigger. Yeah. And for me, just buying, you know, groceries for the kids and that for the two weeks, it seemed... A lot more cheaper. Whether that was right or not, and I didn't take too much notice, but I was sort of thrown back on the first grocery bill when we ordered a heap of stuff. You know, when you got when you're in the fight with you know two kids under five, and you're buying nappies, formula, yogurt pouches, all the goodies in terms of yogurt drops. <laughs> they only like certain fruit, yep. um, all that kind of stuff. You're a couple hundred deep with a the week. fancy sort of colourful images that they yeah. put on there to make them Mate. just go. I want this one. And I'm happy with um, a Milky Way with a bit of chalk chip in the middle. Mm -hmm. That's my favourite at the moment, and even that's gone up. I think the biggest point in the media at the moment is there's there's going to be a big price freeze, um, and and some of the supermarkets or the main ones have all sort of agreed to that, and that's agreeing on 500 essential items across the supermarket that they won't 
rise, lift prices on. So calling you out here, a price freeze today, and I'm pointing here, producer Bailey, Today, a price freeze, they've already increased margins dramatically. Well, they increased 6.9%. In March, things were 6.9% more expensive at the supermarket. But yet, from March to today, we're sitting at around another 7% increase in that time. So already, there's a 14%. Or Goran Lonka is costing $150 more at the till right now than it did 2021 now there's a freeze at that level now we know why he barbecues alone <laughs> but what i will what i will say too we've talked about this i think previously i mean, looking at me like i'm the devil here uh, we've talked about this previously on uh podcast going back is remember how we talked about how supermarkets were specifically designed to catch you and breed a milk yep. is at the very end yeah and that's the most essential item everyone goes for right yeah. can they change it away and actually help human humans out and actually redesign a floor plan as well i don't think it would work in their favor that well you know no, it's against the but, business model but then yeah. you, you, if you take a real detailed look at the actual list of items that are frozen um pasta cooking oil toilet paper which are pretty big essentials yep. are not on the list yeah so what does that tell you it's pick and choose time yeah there's still it's still a duopoly and they're still in control do you think they will ever remove lollies lollipops gum chocolates no. at the very end while you're by the counter of course no. not <laughs> uh, again it's the layout uh, yeah it's human psyche on how yeah. we purchase yeah. on a throw in there the warehouse talk about their entering the food or supermarket space i mean they have essential items like you know you can go and get, i think you can get laundry stuff toilet paper all that kind of stuff well i bought i bought wheat bix bites and milo from the warehouse yesterday same price? About $3 cheaper than the supermarket. Okay. On yep. the Milo, tin of Milo, and yep. also the wheat bix bites were $3 cheaper than what they were at Pack and Save. Yep. Um, then I actually stood and looked around to see what actual items there are. When you go to Europe, there's supermarkets called Lidl's and Aldi's. And then they do not sit at the sort of same realm as sort of New Zealand supermarkets. I'd compare them to the equivalent of an old school Foursquare. That's what I just um, said before. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Littles and Audi, and they're big across Europe. They have everything from every single supermarket item, but you can also, if you're lucky on any given day, buy a spa or a tent or some socks or a, or a pinstripe suit. So there's a whole array of things there. I feel like the warehouse has gone, hey, do you know what? Um, there's probably an area here. And now they're selling butter. Yeah, for four bucks or five bucks for 500 grams. That is $8 at the supermarket. But that's, they're advertising that hard out to get people in, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. But if you actually do take the time to look at what the warehouse is stocking and, and see how they can actually make a difference to people... You don't really feel, I don't think you'd go to the warehouse to buy fresh meat. No. But when there's things like laundry powder and all the essentials, plus cereals, plus Milo, plus toilet paper, when it's far cheaper at the warehouse than it is across the road, it's a great way to help out in a real practical way when it's hitting people in the pocket. Yeah, you can buy in bulk there as well, can you not? Yep. yep. What about Costco? 
Yeah, big in America. It's coming here. I know we were discussing the other day around yeah. fuel. They're, the, they're the cheapest in the whole of New Zealand, Costco and Westgate. They're the cheapest um, in the whole of New Zealand around fuel. You'll pay $60 to get two Costco cards um, per family. Once you register and can get that, you can get petrol at least 10 cents cheaper. Um, the diesel is at least 10 cents cheaper than anywhere else in New Zealand. And that's the new Costco at Westgate. Quite ironically, pack and save diesel is usually second on the list. Um, pack and save petrol in Westgate is usually second on the list. Lo and behold, within about a two kilometer radius, you'll probably see about a 30 to 40 cent difference. Really? From Wow. It's from petrol stations in Kumiu to Costco in Westgate. So this so is the greater Auckland area. This is the greater Auckland area, and it's a significant difference. Just for the listeners out there, do you have to spend X amount of money at Pack and Save to qualify for those discounts, or you can just no. go... Okay, sweet. No, that's the new petrol stations. Um, at, yep, right so there. tell me this, boys. Do you think that um, uh, food delivering um, concepts like HelloFresh... Um, my food bag do you think that they've changed the game a little bit where supermarkets are losing a lot of that food that's being brought on these food deliveries and that people only go into supermarkets for sort of the essentials and the bulk items and do you think that's possibly why these supermarkets are driving up prices because they're actually losing a lot of gross revenue in that space I never actually thought about that Mm. I've I've never bought we've never had um, what do you call it like my food bag, oh, food or bag or Hello or Fresh, Hello Fresh, because I just found it so expensive. But I know it's like a quick thing. Yeah, I didn't even think about. I had that. something great on Hoskins this morning. His show around um, uh, people complaining about the cost of living and that. But apparently, these um, bag or food bag orders have gone through the roof in the last twelve months in subscriptions, which is quite interesting. So it counters to say that we're well, yeah, we're struggling, but we're still willing to buy food bags prepped, ready for the week ahead. For mm. paying for convenience producer Bailey. I guess if you're going back to sort of the exact differences in prices, um, we've talked about sort of diesel in certain areas. You know, there's there's a lot of discussion around carrots, onions, and pumpkins, and the they usually decrease in price through winter months. That is usually standard. Then as they come out of winter and into sort of summer, they prices sort of lift on them again. But it's what's really interesting and telling is the supermarkets froze those three items, had a price freeze on those items before winter came. So through winter, they're not changing, but they've been frozen at a higher price. So they've gone up and they said, we'll freeze these. And we'll freeze the these. And yeah, and naturally, um, over the, every single year, they decrease throughout the winter months. So they've frozen those specific items at the height of the freeze. And, and then they're not going to change the freeze until coming out around October, November, when they would naturally increase anyway wow. here's something to throw at you holding costs for these big organisations staff obviously employment overheads with inflation going rampant in that space with costs property costs big commercial buildings leases um, very hard to find staff and having to pay over for it surely that's all got to impact what's coming to you at the front end in a pack of bananas yep they've all got to pay wages yeah mm-hmm. And we know there's a shortage in that area, and we're talking about um, our country losing potentially a million people offshore. A lot of these people fill these voids in supermarkets. We're not letting the net migration coming in to New Zealand's not happening. 
a lot of these people fill these voids. Whenever there's a there's a there's a topic like this in terms of prices and, and inflation and cost of living in supermarkets, I can't help but think about people that are really struggling out there. Oh, man. mate, like, like date, food stamps, like totally. And in, in, in America, I mean, they literally live week by week, paycheck to paycheck, and they'll like their budget would have gone like this is our budget, this is what we can buy or used to be able to buy. Now that's just going like this, just just diminishing away slowly. First, something else at you. What's really starting to gain traction offshore? Um, instant delivery of groceries. There's a company called Milk Run in Australia making big waves, raised 90 mil of capital, I think it was, in a week to start this. And essentially, they're building ghost supermarkets in suburbs with big warehouses with a refrigeration, stocking food at very cheap wholesale um, prices. People literally ordering on their app on their phone, and it's delivered within 10 minutes to their doorstep. Wow. Is that affecting? Again, like... But I think that's a good thing because then when you're doing your shopping in supermarket, you're not buying any extra shit when you're getting delivery. And it's a great thing. The problem we have in New Zealand, for a lot of these firms that are classed as tech giants or or big players, do they look at us as being too small to even enter the market Mm in? Is that half our problem where we don't have a whole lot of choice in supermarkets because we're just too small. Yeah, that's true. And that's what brings you back to your question about Costco coming to New Zealand. We're a small country. Costco is huge, like in America. Yeah. I saw on, when was it, on the Herald, they had, a, they had a correspondent over in Australia. Mate, they've got, they've got a food court in there. They sell coffins at Costco. Coffins, mate. So, what? <laughs> like, I do wow. not see that taking off here at all. So, like, you you personally sell time; they sell death. <laughs> well, that's right. Everything and anything is under the roof in one of the Costco's in Aussie. I shit you not; they sell coffins in it. I think I think the fact that the likes of Costco coming to New Zealand is is great for competition because there's reports out there that the foodstuffs, the countdown pack and save, and the likes they make a million dollars a day. Um, a million dollars a day. This is a huge billion dollar industry. And, you know, the fact that uh, the watchdog is looking at them closely, you know, it's great. But I also think that bringing an extra little competition to the market will, you know, add a different dimension. Um, you know, and that's great for business. It's great for to hit people in the pocket um, in the right ways. Um, so a little bit of extra competition goes Warehouse a long way. Warehouse try to do it. Warehouse try to do it with a warehouse extra. There was a thing called Warehouse Extra. It did not fly Park? very well at all. Weren't warehouse meant to enter into home loans? Didn't I hear Ooh. a whisper about looking to supply financial services? Don't know. Lending? I'm not sure. Short term? There was. I'm sure I heard whispers. I could be completely wrong. Probably. So probably, we're to, to, I suppose... Also, sorry, before you go on, jewellery as well. Jewellery, Costco in Aussie? You can it's Everything under one roof. Well, they do jewellery at Warehouse. Warehouse too, yeah, I think right. I got yeah, my um, engagement yeah, right. ring from there. I know, <laughs> oh, that was at one of those um, candy machines. I <laughs> know, oh, the East has been down that route. <laughs> so, okay, getting back to some normality in this podcast, where, where does it go from here? How, how is this sorted? Because... This seems to be sort of getting out of control. I mean, you mentioned it. We've seen our family bill go probably an extra hundred to hundred and fifty dollars per week, mm-hmm. an increase. Where where does this go, mate? As a person like myself, how do you stop it? Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the reason why they had the big, um, well, the put the government and for the 
What are they going to do? Well, though? I know. Come I know. Well, for me, like, when I saw the, the food bill coming in and all these ridiculous prices, one week it was like $420, mate. You know, for a family of four. And that's including a box of beers and two wines. You know? And without that, it would have been... No, no, no. Without that, you don't have sanity, is what you're saying. <laughs> no. Necessities. I'm talking about necessities. Okay. We had to cut back on some... And food wastage in my family has just been rife. So where does it go then, Lisa? Like, what do we do? How do we stop it? How do we get back to normality? We know inflation's there, but this is this is serious. <laughs> well, and no, it absolutely is. If we're if we're being um, in all honesty, like it sounds bleak out there, and it is bleak, and it will continue to be bleak. The fact that you've got the likes of Costco coming into the market to add more competition um, to combat sort of the big supermarkets of the world, it's probably a great thing for the consumer. Um, it'll drive an extra layer of competition. Maybe that will start to even our prices or drive them down. You know, we are never going to be able to single-handedly control all the price gouging or all the thought process around how supermarkets make money. You can look at the bottom dollar and if you really take a lot of interest and think, you know, they're making a million dollars a day, um, is that going to affect you at the end of the day every single person is in a different situation that they've just got to manage their way through it um, whether that is cutting back on luxury items whether it's just barely getting the essentials you've just got to be realistic about that because that's the single biggest thing that's going to help you through it um, and that's what makes a difference at the end of the day everything does plan out Everything does even out over time. Sometimes you're just in a really thick period of it all, and you've just got to work your way through it. So what we're saying, we're we're in a moment of time. We know how business cycles and economy cycles work over a period of time. We look back historically, things go up, things go down. They do even out over time. So it's weathering the storm, probably getting some really good financial advice, and I'll chuck a money empire in there around that space. Um, and then coming up with a plan to move forward. I'm sure we're going to have more podcasts on this in the future, but there was some really good detail in this, so I thank you boys both. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Field. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your mates or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Field Podcast or send us an email at info at beyondthefield.co.nz. Thanks again, and we'll see you all next time.